Welcome everyone to the Canadian Perspective. It's Drama Tuesdays. <laughs> That's right. It is Drama yeah. Tuesdays. We're going to be covering some Fuck, yeah. spicy internet commentator drama. Yeah. We're going to go on to the YouTubes and we're going to do the commenting on YouTube's videos. Certain uh, YouTube creators such as Steven Crowder, H3H3, and the Majority Report, as well as Secular Talk and Joe Rogan. That's right. And we're also going to cover some stuff that happened with the popular Twitch streamer, Hassan Piker. Some drama yeah. that happened with him. And we have one serious story today. One serious story that has do to do we, with... Are we even going to cover it? What happened? What happened, Cole? Uh, basically, they're trying to pass a voting rights law in the United States Senate. And it failed because uh, they need 60 votes. It's unconstitutional? It. What? Voting law? It was to uh, protect people's uh, right to vote in uh, states Whoa, that are Republican. That's whack. Yeah, it was, it was Democrats trying to pass it. and it, passed uh, that. Yep. So Listen, I didn't read the story, so I have no idea what it's about. That's how this podcast works. I have stories that Cole doesn't understand and doesn't know anything about, and then Cole has stories that I don't understand and I don't know anything about. We understand them. I don't know what you mean by we don't understand them. <laughs> we understand well, we them. we don't read them first. Well, we don't read them. <laughs> we understand them. We just, like, do commentary on it, and we kind of both come in with stories, and we're just like, I we're, let's go. Yeah, that's kind of how it happens. But with these drama stories we know what's going to happen we've already watched everything listen i today cole told me that we're doing the h3h3 drama because why the fuck not we're probably going to get way more listeners than we ever have before on this one okay I'm like, that's okay a, that's a bold ass <laughs> claim my dude well we'll we'll see afterwards right and <laughs> so i watched <laughs> okay. the uh the vosh clip on a him commentating on it which was like amazing that was like 45 minutes then I watched the Hassan Abi and uh, Ethan Klein like interview they did, yeah, which was like I don't know an hour and a bit. That was like something. forty something. Oh, okay, and then the Hassan coverage of the actual event. So I watched it twice from two different perspectives and two different commentators on the actual video, and then I watched the interview with Hassan and Ethan after. So I, I've I've seen it from a couple angles. Hmm? So I got I got some amazing takes, okay? I got some amazing takes I heard in the past few days, okay? So give me your opinion. Okay. So uh, not wanting to be fat is fat phobic and actively wanting to lose weight is fat phobic as well. Wow. I feel attacked right now because that's, I literally just started a month ago <laughs> of watching my weight, okay? Yeah. Okay. You want to know what my side is? It's very quick, very simple. Okay, what? being fat phobic is when you hate fat people because they're fat and you shame them for their weight. That's fat phobic. Not wanting to lose weight, or sorry, wanting to lose weight and not wanting to be fat because it's unhealthy is the same type of response as people who don't smoke because they don't want to get cancer. Okay, it's, it's, it's a health issue. That's yeah, why people don't want to be fat. Thing. That's why people don't want to be fat. Basically the same thing. Your, your worth as a person isn't tied up in how you look. If you want to improve how you look, that's a personal decision that you do for yourself. Now, you don't have to, and you don't have to be, to be happy. However, if you do, I'm not going to be like, okay, well, you're whack. You're fat phobic, and you hate fat people. Maybe you just want to be healthy, and you want to feel that's totally fine. Maybe you want to be jacked because you care about the way your body looks, or you're a woman, you want to lose a couple pounds or whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. It's just I'm going to support you through your journey to do that, regardless of what you look like. And I have another alt-libertarian Okay. And I, by the way, after I heard tickle? it, I am now fully in support of this take, okay? Preventing women who are pregnant from smoking or drinking is ableist. <laughs> you are actively... <laughs> are actively uh, trying uh, to prevent people who are who are disabled from entering this world because you hate people who are who are uh differently abled okay so <laughs> let's get back into it so didn't happen we're just going right into it let's have some fun let's, right? have, let's have some fun some fun so you know steven crowder is a right wing piece of shit yep that's true listen he's my personal favorite if I had to pick a bigot 
to uh, simp over, it would be Steven Crowder. You would simp for him? Come time. on, man. I want one of his mugs so bad, but I refuse to buy one just because I would be supporting his channel, and I can't do that. I would have to buy it secondhand off of eBay or something like that. Just morally, I wouldn't be able to. I, yeah, I mean, you do simp for him but just, I just like love a how much Shapiro. of a meme he is. Just like Ben Shapiro uh, couldn't keep his eyes from fixating on his groin when he arrived, Stephen Crowder arrived at the studio with no pants on. Um, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. My personal favorite thing is Stephen Crowder going to a gym, right, to work out. And he dresses, he cross-dresses as a woman. He dresses up as a woman and claims that he's trans. And the gym staff are super accommodating. They're just like, oh, yeah, like, we'll help you, whatever. We'll teach you on how to do certain exercises to make the body the way you want to uh, want it to be and stuff. Everybody was super polite. And he was just a straight up asshole. Yeah. Right? You, no, nobody gave a he damn. He was just tr- pretend. Until, nobody no gave one a gave damn a damn, he damn trans, that he was yeah. trans. Yeah. And he just went in there, was obnoxious, pissed people off just on purpose. Right. That was the whole thing. And they came out of that was just like, wow, I just fucking trolled them, didn't I? And it's like, no, you were just a fucking asshole and it, while pretending to be trans. And Everybody else just thought, wow, that person's a fucking asshole. Right. And didn't think about you being trans. Exactly. Also, the man has a fucking bubble butt that takes okay. cock. You I was going to tell that thing. I was going to say, you guys might have. Daily. You guys probably know or have seen Steven Crowder, but you're not aware of this. There's a popular meme. Of a man sitting at a table with a white, um, white, what the hell is it called? Uh, like a white tablecloth over cloth. it. And then there's a sign yeah. on the front that says, change my mind. Yeah, he's the change my mind guy. And he's sipping like from the mug or something. So that meme, yeah. that's him. That's Steven Crowder. And he does that. He shows up to college campuses. I love it and he, so much. And he does, uh, and he just sits down with like college freshmen and then attempts to debate them. Now, this is an important factoid. For the situation yeah. that happened. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're also going to probably talk about like debate culture and shit. Let's That's get right. into it. So uh, Steven Crowder, basically, the whole story is Steven Crowder uh, used to debate Sam Cedar, despite his rhetoric. And then uh, he had a big thing with uh, Ethan Klein from H3H3 podcast. They had some drama, they had some back and forth, and eventually Steven, uh, Steven Crowder eventually challenged Ethan would debate and ethan was just like okay sure i'll come on your show who the fuck cares let's go right well so the issue between h3h3 and steven crowder happened the issue was over uh the covid19 vaccine and like wearing masks and stuff and what he said about the health officials that was the main thing also i'm quickly gonna run and grab some dinner okay i'm going to continue talking about stephen crowder a little bit audience a little bit okay go ahead so yeah, so uh, Ethan was talking about uh, COVID and the fact that you should trust uh, basically every single fucking doctor on the planet and get your vaccines, basically. Ethan Crowder called him out for that. Ethan Klein's talking about COVID. Ethan Crowder calls him out, so Ethan Klein calls him out because Stephen Crowder made fun of Ethan Klein's Tourette's, which of course is like uncalled, unnecessary. Why would you make someone's fun... Why would you make fun of someone's Tourette's? What the fuck are you doing? You're just a fucking asshole at that point, right? Anyways, long story short, Ethan Klein then comes on to Steven uh, Crowder's pod, or not podcast, but show, his YouTube show. Steven Crowder Crowder has like, I don't know, six or seven million? Um, So Steven Crowder has 5.49 million subscribers. So five Mm -hmm. and a half million subscribers h3h3 okay actually has less subscribers so h3h3 or h3 podcast has 3.4 million subscribers on youtube however they have 4 million monthly listeners for their podcast h3h so how where did you get that metric from spotify or a specific podcast no i got that from youtube um so they have uh total listened Total views, 1.5 billion. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd straight up say uh, Ethan Klein is way bigger than Steven Crowder is. Ethan Klein uh, is basically, like, the audience is basically everybody on the internet, right? Gen Z as a whole. Everybody knows H3H3. Everybody knows the H3 podcast is basically as big as Joe Rogan's podcast, right? Yeah, not as much. 
not showing their list. Steven Crowder is much more of a niche guy. He's like a far right bigot that uh, if you're like in the political sphere, like we are um, as consumers as well as uh, as content creators now, uh, we know about him. We know about both. But most people wouldn't, you know? Most people want to be like, oh, I know Steven Crowder from the meme. Yeah. Or something. Most people just see that meme and they don't understand what the fuck it represents, right? That's right. So the reason why this is um so basically Stephen Crowder asks H3H3, H3, you know, I'll debate you or whatever. And of course, uh Ethan Klein is not a political commentator. He's not a, a doesn't host a political talk show, right? And he admits, like, that's an unfair type of debate. So what Ethan does is he then goes to Sam Cedar, who's a leftist political talk show host on YouTube as well. And Stephen Crowder has a history of running away from him, running away from debates with him. He's done it on two different occasions. Yeah. Um, and so Ethan, using some like cross calling thing with Zoom, has him do like a surprise attack and come in on Ethan's um zoom call uh into the steven crowder debate and so basically hilarity hilarity ensues and so we're gonna play the clip we're gonna be pausing every now and then we're gonna play the clip i'm gonna play it like a fucking youtuber comments on uh someone else's video like hassan abi or vosh uh comments on other react and then we're just going to do an audio form yeah so we're gonna start off hold on i need to reset we're gonna start off right at the beginning um, I think just a little bit into the first things that Steven Crowder is saying in this quote-unquote debate. And you'll notice that he's already nervous. Steven Crowder is already nervous in the way he's saying things. You can just look at his body language. He's, he's already kind of shaking. And it's he looks very like a beta. You know how those videos of dudes being like, oh, you have to be an alpha. Don't be a beta. You have to be or a like, sigma. Like those super like, masculine. <laughs> be a sigma male. <laughs> Sexist videos? Uh, what's his face? Uh, Steven Crowder's a beta. Uh, he looks scared. Yeah. His hands are kind of like um, to his chest. And he looks like all nervous. He's like fidgeting with his hands. His voice is literally trembling. Yes, that was also <laughs> very strange. is on. Very yeah. strange thing. It's like, super bro, weird. come on. So anyways, we're, we're going to play the clip right now. And we'll pause if we need to talk over it, okay? Is, uh, what we were going to talk about is, you know, the initial quote that happened. I think he's looking off there. Uh, the initial quote that kind of was turned into um, a little bit uh, of a meme, which wasn't intentional, and uh, was you saying you don't even have to think about it regarding the CDC. Hmm. Uh, and I disagree with that. Um, I think people should think about it, I believe. And we just talked about this through playful ribbing in an aggregation of medical authorities and scientific voices to make an informed and rational decision. Um, so where do you think that, I was, that I'm wrong on that? Steven, do you know that um, the Spartans are, that they are like uh, practice man love with children? Oh, geez. Okay, so this is what's going to happen. I <laughs> what did I tell you? He was going to do anything he could to avoid. Do they practice man love with children? So you hear, you hear Ethan Klein just being, just memeing. Memeing Steven Crowder right there. And you know, like, I got to... Did you know, like, like the Spartans... Um, they practice man-child with children. See, okay, you Are know you what? A gay pedophile? That was Stephen the Crowder? weirdest. That was the weirdest fucking thing in the thing. Like, why did Ethan choose that line? Like, I there was like a whole because bunch of Stephen other lines. Because Stephen Crowder's could logo use. is a Spartan. Oh, it is. Like the Spartan armor state yeah, system. So the I see Spartan that. Spartan is the Stephen Crowder like. Oh logo. my god! I, I so didn't notice that. So he's calling Stephen Crowder a gay pedophile. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> when he says that, I didn't notice. That's that. why he brings it up a couple times. Uh, a couple times. Sorry. And so, of course, I think he's like, thinks something's up. And then right then, fucking Sam oh, yeah. Cedar comes barreling in. And uh, we'll, we'll play again from there. And uh, there's going to be a lot of people talking over people in this, uh, in this yeah. next part. And basically... It might be a bit hard to understand. Right. So we're just going to show you like their initial reactions and go over what happens. So. Oh, oh, there he is. Oh, no, Sam Cedar. What a, whoa, what a fucking nightmare. I had no idea this was going to happen. I thought I thought Ethan was a stand-up guy. This is oh, where we are. Well, yeah, I told Dave. Dave, remember I told you? I told you. I said this is. I guarantee you, he's going to do anything he can to avoid the debate. And well, the camera is off, Stephen Crowder. <laughs> 
So right now he's tearing up, and that's 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 why he has Kleenex on his desk, right? <laughs> yeah, crying that he's going to get roasted so hard, and he knows because he knows who Sam Cedar is. Yeah, kind of obsessed as we will come to see. We will come to see. Uh, so basically, but I just I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't heard it. No, but. I just paused to to say that like the camera, which is almost just often on Stephen Crowder, which is what it was before, has now switched after Sam Cedar goes on. Uh, and the pandemonium to the has drunk begun. guy, his drunk sidekick, who's just equally as racist. Yeah, his his sidekick, who uh, for some reason, sexist. his sidekick, who usually is sloshed uh, halfway through their show. It, it, the camera is now on him now, and it will remain on him for like another two minutes. So let's continue with the meltdown. Okay, so the camera is no longer on Steven Crowder, and uh, let the shouting begin. Hey, well, I just think he believes that he should debate you. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. He just takes advantage of, of women with, you know, mental health Steven, issues. Ethan Klein doesn't I, stand up. That's a reference to Frenemies, bro. Three podcasts had a podcast called Frenemies. That was uh, one of the biggest cost co podcasts on the planet, right? Yeah. So he had a podcast with this person who... Trisha um, Paytas. He had a podcast with Trisha Paytas, yeah. who has um, borderline personality disorder. And... Um, yeah, I think some other stuff too, but that's not, you know, that's not that relevant, but it's so hilarious that he comes in and he says, you're taking advantage of somebody who, <laughs> what'd he say with a mental condition? What'd he say? With, yeah, with mental illness, taking advantage of someone with mental problems or something like that. Um, I mean, he, he kind of has a point. No, I like, doesn't have a point. No, he doesn't have a point because so? she was there. She was there on her own prerogative with her fiance who doesn't have any mental illnesses. All right, so continuing the video. Femme. You would uh, do anything to avoid talking to me. I think you're, the point that you made yes, is that Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan and Dave Rubin and, 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 and Jordan Peterson and Noam Chomsky and Sam Harris. Everyone's been avoiding. And not just attempting to get Peter. your audience by jumping in. <laughs> well, I, I debated with uh, Charlie Kirk. <laughs> Stephen, I mean, it's okay. about issues. Let's about talk issues. about those yeah. issues. That's what you're doing here. Valid yeah. points. You're so clever. I, I had no idea that. that you were taking your show off early last time, coming in today with your pig pen peanuts. I wish every. <laughs> okay, so that was his fatal error that Steven Crowder just said. His fatal fucking error that he just made right then and there. You're so clever. I, I had no idea that you were taking your show off early last time, coming in today with your. He knows. That so basically what happened was <laughs> fucking Stephen the H three H three and uh, Stephen Crowder were supposed to debate on a previous date on the previous Monday, but he canceled because of a family emergency or something like that. But oh, I'm back by the way. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's correct. He canceled. Just so happened when the debate was gonna start after Sam Cedar's show ended early sam cedar's live show yes it was like within two minutes right so within two minutes you know steven crowder just doesn't show up for the debate with h3 because sam cedar is a live show that goes on and so that ended earlier than it usually does and so steven crowder just then had uh a family emergency and couldn't show up for the debate with h3 h3 um I mean, so he that, might have had a family emergency, but it's very convenient. It's very convenient of, because uh, it that. appears that he's a scared shitless of Sam Cedar and it wants to make sure that he does not uh, show up like he just did, which with H3H3 for this debate. So yeah, he was monitoring. He, he, he predicted this would happen. Right. So he's, he was monitoring fucking the live stream of, of Sam Cedar's. And make us to see if he was like gonna come on because he's scared shitless. And then when that when it ends early, yeah. um, he shits his pants and doesn't show up like a little bitch. And then uh, to get him this time, Sam Cedar pre-recorded his uh, live stream episode, like pre-recorded it, and then played it during the live stream. So it seemed like he was live when he wasn't. And then, bro, that's such a five D like. A five head fucking move right five there. Five dimensional bro. chess right there. Sneak bro, 100. That's insane. Sneak 100. So that's what happened. Insane. That was such a genius move. I fucking love that. Yeah. That's such a, that's such a fucking Ethan Klein move, too. Ethan Klein, as everybody knows, is a fucking memer. But yeah, that is kind of an H3H3 move, but. 
No, 100%. I expect nothing else from Ethan Klein. Like, this is right on brand. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucking was Surprising good. for Sam Cedar. Sam Cedar, okay? So this guy, this guy, basically, he's a boomer, okay? Oh, do we like he's Sam like, Cedar? I kind of don't have an opinion of him. I heard bad shit. There's bad blood okay. between him and Jimmy Dore. And back in the day, I was like, oh, is Sam Cedar a douchebag? But now everybody hates Jimmy Dore, and for good reason. So I'm like, okay, maybe Sam Cedar was kind of based back then. So I'm not quite sure. So I just think Sam Cedar is left. So I don't know if he's as left. He's either Kyle left, not as far left, or like he he he's good on almost every issue. Okay, we would agree with him like eighty-five to ninety percent of the time. Okay, um, but but maybe what, he's not full. Socialist, our left is uh, like. Our left is doing the stupid. <clears throat> hold on. Our left is doing the stupid infighting thing where they take that five percent or ten percent they disagree with, and then that's they use that as the only thing to talk about between the two I of them. I think so. Yeah. Um. He also he also is a fucking boomer, right? I don't know how old he is, but he acts like a boomer. He has the mentality as a boomer. Us like people that I listen to, I listen to Hassan Abi, like this fucking dude bro, like college kid. That is like, oh, fucking conservatives, bro. That's kind of like the vibe you get from Hassan Abi, right? Yeah, and Hassan is almost 30. Like, yeah, he's almost 30, but like he still has that vibe. He has the Zoomer vibe. Vosh, who I, ta- I, I like to listen to, is a fucking debate bro, and he's like all logic and like all that. But he's also only 26, right? Bro, he's Sam a Cedar. Years older. Okay, Sam Cedar's 54 years old. Yeah, so he's a fucking boomer. He's, <laughs> he's a old like, as fuck. He's a completely different generation. He has a completely different audience, right? Than yeah. uh, like the content that I consume and that you consume and stuff. Yes, but so this but, is why know. I don't I don't watch him as much. I think uh, I think his takes are fine. Yeah, but basically, so what right? we're trying to say about this whole thing uh, is that. Yeah, he made that fatal error there, Steven Crowder did, saying that he literally monitors Sam Cedar's activity to make sure he doesn't run into him on the internet. So, <laughs> so basically, I mean, I don't know how much more we really should show of this clip. Basically, we can like just summarize. You see, it's pandemonium. There's like three people talking over each other. And the whole time so far, yeah. Steven Crowder is still not on the screen. It's still on his co-host. And then Ethan Klein starts saying, uh, Steven, put yourself on the screen because, uh... Stop being a bitch. Yeah, he's being a coward the whole time. It's kind of crazy. He's well, yeah, he's coward. Even coward, right? Even coward. Yeah, and I, I don't know what he's doing. Sorry. Maybe he's motioning for <laughs> his dad. Joke. Motioning for his dad to come in or something. And... Hey, you, you, you got that from, uh, Bobby, right? Well, I mean, I don't know what else he would be doing. No, I know. So um, the, the whole thing behind that is uh, Steven Crowder, apparently, like, there's multiple sources of saying that his show is basically run by his dad. His okay, dad does whoa, 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 whoa. I, and stuff like that. I didn't hear that. The whole show is run by him. I just know that his fucking agent. No, I, I mean, like, his agent is basically his father. His yes. father books everybody. His father kind of keeps things organized and stuff like that. Um, but that's about as far. That's basically running a show, though. That's right. And so, you know. Crowder goes on to say like other stupid shit like I don't debate people because you don't have nobody knows who you are. But then Crowder he also I, called Sam Cedar a woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like use that as an insult. The Jesse Peterson. Like, you're insult, a yeah. woman. Just like wait, wait, what? That's so fucking weak. So <laughs> fucking weak. You know what? I'll, I'll what find that clip. Doing? I'll find that clip and I'll put it in right here of him saying, "I've never met someone who's uh, acts as much of a woman as you do," or whatever he says. Yeah, like. <laughs> Was it? I, I don't know. That's so fucking sexist. Oh, of course it is. I mean, that's, so that's Crowder, right? And then what ends that's, up happening well, is Well, no, that's quit. Crowder's brand. Right. And then what happens is he ends up uh, rage quitting. Crowder does. Rage quits mm-hmm. and leaves. And uh, leaves like a bitch. He wouldn't, he wouldn't debate uh, Sam Cedar. Wouldn't debate Sam mm-hmm. Cedar. And like, you know. What a and listen, okay, so Paul and me are a bit biased, okay? Paul and I. We're left. Paul Paul, okay, fuck. Cole <laughs> and I are a bit biased. We're socialists. We're lefties. Cole at least listens to H three podcasts, uh, and we're like basically um, nominally on the side of Sam Cedar. I don't know all his policies, but he's pretty based. Fair uh, to not based. Okay. Yes. Um. So we're a bit biased here. We, we of course we're going to be on his side, and Steve Crowder is of course awful, and we're not going to be on his side. 
However, Forbes came out with an article. Forbes.com. Okay, that's a pretty fucking major news site, if I don't say so myself. There are a lot, yeah, there are a lot of news sites that came out with, uh, wrote stuff about this. Let me read you the, the title of, uh, of, this, of this article from Forbes, okay? Sam Cedar humiliates Stephen Crowder after surprising debate appearance. The internet laughs that's what happened though that's it is what happened i i mean that's a fucking accurate assessment of the situation right and then uh, forbes is like i don't know forbes is like fucking institutional like the corporate yeah yeah yeah, but but you know i just like how they're making fun of steven crowder here and then what was it crowder tried to save face by uh naming his episode like uh what the fuck do you name it like self-own or something like that yes so H H three podcast or Ethan Klein podcast self owns and brags about it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually pretty Anyways. embarrassing. It's embarrassing for for Crowder, and it shows how much of a pussy he is. Yeah, Stephen Crowder, those people. I I like to go onto his live streams from time to time. I've mentioned on the podcast. I do like to go onto his live streams and just see how absurd his takes are from day to day. And you mm-hmm. know what? I'm never disappointed. They're always as bigoted as I expect. And <laughs> <laughs> like I've gone on there. Um, I forget what it was about. I mentioned on the podcast before. I, you might be able to find the clip somewhere. Um, I basically talk. Um, Steven Crowder is talking about some racial issue. Yeah. And then turned it on its head and it became sexist. And then turned it on its head again and it became homophobic. Jesus Christ. When neither of those things needed to happen. It was something like on those lines. It was like literally, I think it was a black police issue. Okay, okay. Something happened and both, and he just made, oh, it was, uh, it was when the woman cop tased the uh, Oh, kid. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said. Um, right, right. Yeah, it was because of. Uh, and then I'm just like. He ran away because of the soft, he felt the soft hands of a woman. He felt the soft velvety hands of a woman. And he ran away. That's a direct quote. And that's why he, he took his chance and ran away. And that. If that woman wasn't on, uh, on site, that incident wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened. It was because they allowed a woman to be a cop. Yeah. Just like, that's unnecessary. Like, why did you have to make that double as bigoted as it already is? Because that's his job. He's, already he's a good at what he does. Issue. He's good at what he does. And he just put in sexism right on top of that for yeah, no reason. That's what he does. So, um, I think we have to get you along. You and I were t- we have to move along actually because sure, we're like I, I want to make in. one more. We're an hour in, dude. I know. And we still I have know. fucking. I want to make one more point though. Ascord. Can I make still one have more point? Joe Rogan. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I just want to make one more point. That Cole and me were talking before. Cole and uh, I about this and huh? Cole and I it doesn't matter. I know it Cole doesn't matter. We're talking. talking uh, Cole and me were talking about this beforehand, and we were uh, talking about what Stephen Crowder actually is. And I actually don't believe Steven Crowder is this bigoted. I don't think he is this massive bigot that goes around and he hates trans people and he hates gay people and he hates black people. I think he's just putting on a face, get views, and he's putting out this message just solely uh, to get views. Like, in the back, like, uh, like Blair White talk about how he actually doesn't hate trans people. He's actually kind to trans people. He doesn't have an issue with them. She's on record of saying saying this too. Yeah, she's, she's like, on record said that. Well, verbi- what she said. Blair White's that- also like a sorry. Blair White's also like a uh, conservative uh, trans woman. Okay, for right. Contact. So basically, she said that behind the scenes at like CPAC or one of these like conventions, when she met Stephen Crowder, he said to her like, "I'm not as uh, actually, I'm not as like transphobic, or I'm not. I don't dislike trans people. It's I just kind of play it up for my audience. Basically, it was what he said to her. Um. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with all the money that comes in from the uh, right-wing think tanks, like the Heritage Foundation and uh, the Koch That's brothers. That's speculation. That sorry. is speculation, uh, yes. But um, we have proof of this occurring with other uh, conservative content creators on, you know, YouTube. So I don't think it's that much of a stretch to assume that he's also receiving some sort of... Uh, incentive that and literally he spews like shit straight talking points straight from think tanks no 100 percent. you're right he just he uses them verbatim right so i'm just saying like you know rising of that there was some stuff there 
um, correlation. Right. So yeah, you know. Oh, and I, I don't know who said this. I think it was H3A3 or somebody like that. Uh, they said that right when they were starting their podcast. No, it was uh, Shoe on Head. Mm. The girl, she said that yeah. Uh, when she was starting out or when she was doing a show, she was offered a big sum of money to be a right-wing uh, commentator, to start doing right-wing content. Mm. And even though that's uh, not what her ideology You know is, who else got that? Who? You know who else got that? Who do? Was David Pakman. David oh. Pakman's on record saying he got the same offer. Yeah, okay. I, I, I saw that. I didn't see the other one, though. I didn't see Shuan Head. That was in their interview, I think. Yeah. Shuan Head's an interesting character. Yeah, but we have to move on now. Okay. Like um, okay. <laughs> Where are we going on to now? Well, we got the fucking Joe Rogan <laughs> thing with uh, Medicare for All. Right. And then we have to uh, do the fucking fuck. Discord. Then we got to do... Uh, then we're done. Okay, so... Okay, perfect. So I'm just going to play the video here. Um, hopefully it doesn't... Or on the Should we fucking, like say what's in it i mean we're just gonna jump right in okay so uh this this clip here is kyle kalinsky talking to joe rogan and i always find okay my personal opinion about joe rogan i think he's a great interviewer his guests um the way he interviews his guests you always get a good like a super good idea of what they actually believe whether or not they're spewing bullshit or not yeah and of course kyle kalinsky we're big fans of him uh secular talk uh, he's come on multiple times. Um, Joe Rogan really uh, likes him. And this is a conversation between Kyle Kalinske, who's left. We really like him as a content creator. And Joe Rogan between Medicare for All, where Kyle is kind of being like... Well, you'll see in the clip. He's defending Medicare for All, and Joe's like challenging him you'll a little see bit in the about it. And we're going to commentate on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you'll see. Because think about it, Joe. The way the system works now... You have a giant, rapacious, for-profit middleman mm -hmm. who is, they're just a mafia in between you and your doctor, and they take their cut. Right. The whole idea of Medicare for All is just get rid of the mafia. There is no middleman. There is no cut going to a middleman anymore. Right, but it's, it's more complicated than that, right? Just the idea of paying doctors, like that doc, can doctors still charge what they would like to charge, or should we put a cap on what they charge? Should we treat it like a free market thing, like we treat anything else, like if you went to a tattoo artist? Some tattoo artists will charge this much. Some, some well, like, should we treat doctors in a different way than any other thing because it's a it's an essential service for people? So just think of it like this: the way it would work is the way it works for firemen or cops. The same thing. That's all it is. So the real question is where but is it the funding work like source that. coming from? But here's the problem with that: there's the, it doesn't work like that in the private sector. Like the way it is now, it doesn't work like that. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta pause it there and I gotta say okay. something, okay? You know how fucking Joe Rogan, and I'm gonna make this a quick point because we gotta, we can't just like pause like for fucking 15 minutes every time we pause now. We have to like, because I'm gonna be out of time. Okay. Or I have to fucking go to work. Yeah. Real quick point, when Joe Rogan says like, oh, you know, when you go to a tattoo artist and then they, they have to be able to charge what they want. Okay, listen, buddy, getting a fucking surgery is not like going to a tattoo artist where the good tattoo artists charge more than the fucking shitty ones, okay? When you go see a surgeon, you want one who gets the job done, end of story. You know, if you preferably don't want somebody who's going to mess up the job, but that's literally as long as they do it and do a good job. That's all that fucking matters. You don't need to have, like, be worried about doctors need to charge more for, like, their services in certain instances. Like, that's, no, I think that's a ridiculous thing for him to even say in this scenario when we're talking about receiving medical treatment. Like, that's, I just don't think that's a good point. I think anybody that, could really see that, but, but anyway, that's all I really yeah, want to say. Yeah, that's just a bad argument. Yeah. That's just a bad argument on Joe's part. Joe comes out and he's just like, oh, we should treat it like the free market, like everything else. Right. You shouldn't treat healthcare like the free market, right? So let's, let's continue on. Right. That's right. It doesn't work like that now. Right. That's correct. Yes. Why would doctors have an incentive to become an orthopedic surgeon? if they're going to get paid specifically the way firemen or cops do. Well, because they, they want to help people. So you people. wouldn't get the best kind of surgery. The kind of, get, kind of surgery you get when you go to a real yeah, expert, yeah. a guy who works on the Lakers or something like that, guys, some fucking wizard at re reattaching ACLs, that guy needs incentive to become who he is. Like those, those super ambitious doctors that are the top of the food chain, those are the ones that people seek out. Would that guy be able to still charge a lot of fucking money for those surgeries? And that is one of the reasons why they're so good at it in the first place, is because that guy can have a Ferrari. No, you see, there you go. I, okay. He fucked up royally in that whole segment there, you know? That's why he's good, because he can charge so much money. I don't think it's that, that's, 
that cut and dry. That's not how it goes. Right? People want to so, be doctors and want to be good so that they can help people better. Like, what the fuck is this whole... The only reason why people are good doctors and good at their what they do is because they can... Uh, they're, they have that capitalistic greed inherently in them, and they want to be able to charge people more. Like, that's... Yeah, you don't see that around the world. Like, in Canada, you don't... Like, there's good doctors in Canada. They're not rushing to the States and be paid 10x what they get paid in that's, Canada. Yeah, that's actually a good they point. They get paid amazing in Canada, and they maybe not as much as, like, the best of the best in the States because they can basically charge whatever they want, and right, the yeah. insurance is actually what pays for it, right. not the actual people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so doctors, their, their main... Um, main goal in becoming a doctor is to help not for monetary gain monetary gain is part of it and maybe that's why you see like the best of the best doctors being in america maybe that's just because america um as a whole is the most developed uh nation in these industries and stuff um not necessarily due to, uh capitalism and uh capitalism itself but just due to the amount of money they have overall and the amount that they can charge per hospital and the amount that um they actually subsidize uh research states and then sell that research to big companies to make a massive profit off right yeah right there's a there's a whole thing of of that right that occurs so you know i I just kyle's going to get into that uh, further in the uh audio right let's play and live in a big house in Beverly Hills. And this is, I mean, this has always been the system. That's the reason why people come. I have friends from Canada that will come to the United States for surgery and pay for it out of their pocket because they want to get better doctors, more incentivized doctors. It's also true that it works the other way, though, as well. Remember when Rand Paul went to Canada to get some surgery, and this is a guy who's notorious for blasting, you know, their socialized medicine system. I mean, listen. He went, wait a minute, he went to... Rand Canada Paul went to Canada to get some what? sort of procedure, some sort of medical procedure, and of course everybody was like, "That's you know, that's right." Massive but hypocrisy R- R- Rand on his Paul's part. also a doctor, and he probably knew that this one guy up there was a specialist but in one particular. But thing. that's the exact counter to the point you just made. Not which necessarily. Is, it's usually the exception to the rule because more people are coming from Canada to the United States to get surgery than are going from the United States to Canada. It might be just an aberration. Or an outlier. So, so is it? Let's your find con- out. I'm just asking you: Is it your contention that Norway, Denmark, Iceland, Sweden, Australia, Canada, all these places that have universal healthcare systems, that they don't have the same level of high quality surgeons and whatever that we have here? I have talked to doctors who say that's the case. I've talked to I've talked to doctors who say, "Okay, stop bullshit. it right I there." I call fucking right bullshit there. on that one. I call heavy okay, bullshit so on Joe that. Joe Rogan, he really likes to say, "Oh, I've talked to doctors. I've talked to lots of doctors, and they say this." I've talked to a lot of researchers and they say that he loves to say that he's bullshitting. He's bullshitting. What doctors have you talked to? He's talked to maybe like Eric Weinstein. Yes. Maybe who's a biologist. What other doctors have you talked about? Uh, maybe some uh, random fucking doctor from uh, Texas. Yes. Right. That thinks COVID's fake or something they, like that. Right. Yeah. So who... Who is this guy referencing? Who is Joe referencing here? Now, I love Joe Rogan. Everybody knows I love him. Everybody close to me knows I love him. Okay? I like him because he's fun to listen to. That's about it. I don't really think that he's like some intellectual being. Okay? This is the example of that. He is fucking bullshitting when he says that. And because Kyle and like most people, because Joe Rogan's so successful, they basically treat him like their dad. Joe is it's Daddy Joe, okay? Daddy Joe Rogan. Kyle, in this interview, like, Ray in this specific spot, he treats Joe Rogan like his father, okay? It's kind of weird. That's just the vibe I get from it. That's just my commentary and my observation. But Kyle, he comes off weak, in my opinion. I think Joe Rogan, um, he won that kind of exchange. He seemed more reasonable and stuff like that. Also, the problem with debates as a whole is because it doesn't necessarily tell you who's right and who's wrong. It tells you who's better at talking to the other person. But, Kyle, yeah, I, I just think Kyle comes off bad in this. He comes off a bit. And I, I, just, I just think that's a confidence thing. Rogan talks about, uh, oh, I've talked to like hundreds of doctors, and he says it confidently, and it just seems right. So his viewers are going to think he's right on this. That Kyle's just some crazy lefty who just 
talks about politics. So that's my biggest issue with it. An ape brain. Yeah. So we want to continue with whatever he has to say. That this yeah. system is not perfect, that it's deeply flawed, well, and that greed and corruption are a gigantic part of it. However, the most innovative and most skilled surgeons and doctors are in the United States. I don't know if that's true, but I heard this from more than one doctor. It's very possible that there's a reason why the Saudi princes come here when yeah. they want stuff done, not contesting that at all. The part that people don't want to talk about, which is actually, I think, the way more important point, is that anywhere from 45,000 to 60,000 Americans die every single year because they don't have access to basic health care. Yes, but there's the, these two things aren't mutually exclusive. We're not talking about two, we're talking about two different things. Like, just because someone has basic health care, isn't it possible to have both? Isn't it possible to have a system like you have public defenders, right? Everyone's entitled right. to a public defender. But people want a private defender because right. the public defenders are overburdened and all that right. stuff. I mean, again, but the point I would make is that it's a funding issue. So if you were to pay those public defenders more and attract more talent, so in other words, yes. can you craft a universal health care system where there's sufficient compensation for the experts that you're talking about? Right. I say absolutely. Okay, stop it right there. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, so, um, so I just want to say Kyle's talking about funding, right? Canada, which is probably the second worst, is not that great of a healthcare system. Uh, European healthcare systems are 10 times better than Canadian healthcare systems. Okay, actually, you know okay. what? I just got a fucking bomb-ass statistic that literally blows apart Joe Rogan's whole the end stupid day, fucking it all comes down thing to funding, about medical like tourism. Okay, say yes, if you okay, want so Canada's rank as number one in the 2020 edition of the Medical Tourism Index. Next to index. no money or, or making less than what they would make under this system now. You want to have it so that you are incentivizing these people to stay here and treat here. Yes, in the Medical Tourism Index, and the ranks that, is number you end up saving money because there's as just such a, I mean, it's a fucking black hole here. Joe. And the whole right. I can share there. paragraph are, here. You know, no surprise, second largest country in the world boasts hospitals as well. Are really fucking bad. I remember Americans covering a story on my show. Yeah, and there's a medical tourism index that literally says, and in second place isn't even the United States. It's Singapore. As of 2019, really? more than 500,000 foreign tourists visited Singapore for its affordable and quality healthcare services. Like no one's coming to America to get these things done. So that, like, I came into my previous uh, argument here when I was talking with the assumption that everybody's going to America to get their Medicare, um, medical care done. That's because I just consume so much uh, media, I guess, that I, I just had that baked into my brain. This disproves that. So we're strongmanning this argument, not, not even giving it that realistic, um, realistic, realistic view what it actually is. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're strengthening the argument. We're giving them uh, leeway in uh, their argument when they don't deserve it. And we're still winning. That's how powerful the Medicare for All argument is. is. That no matter what angle you look at it, no matter how strong you prop up your, um, your opponent's arguments, mm -hmm. you still win. Still win. Still win. And um, yeah, fuck. And as a debate bro, that's like the point. That's the point of being left-wing, is you have the arguments. No one can dispute them. Yeah, I gotta say, uh, actually, the United States doesn't even crack the top 15 on the Jesus medical Christ. tourism fucking yeah. index. Yeah, the Czech Republic. No uh, one's going to America. Too expensive. Is that it? Uh, yes. That's one of the main yeah, reasons That's probably it, honestly, actually. It, they might have the best doctors. Like, you, you, I don't know. I don't know the statistics. Maybe I'm wrong there. I'm just, I'm going to assume they have the best doctors in the world. No one's going to them to their, to get their uh, medical care done, right? Yeah, it's a People large... People around the world, according to these studies, are saying that they go to 15 other countries before they go to the United States, at least. Anyways, that's, that's probably the end of that uh, segment. They're, they don't really talk about too much after. Right. So anyways, closing out... The Drama Tuesdays is the ultimate drama, and the story itself is not that much of, you know, uh, an insanely important or whatnot um, issue. But I think it's a springboard. We could talk more about, um, if you want to, we could talk more about uh, toxicity in general. But basically, you know who Hassan Abi is? definitely down. Hassan Piker. Now, also, like, we're running out of time, too. But uh, Hassan Piker, okay. uh, popular Twitch streamer, one of the largest uh, leftist voices right now on the internet. I don't know how many people he has as followers on Twitch. But uh, he has a lot. I can search that up real quick. 1.3 million followers. 
on Twitch, which is a platform that doesn't have that much that many followers. And if you look at his YouTube, he's got um a lot too. <clears throat> yeah. He's barely a political streamer though anymore. Yeah. It's like 75% video game streams and then like 20% uh just reactionary shit and then he does some Yeah, he's a react between. lord. Bit of a react yeah. lord. But so what I was going to say is um so he has a Discord group. Maybe maybe people may are rolling their eyes and are like who gives a fuck? It's a fucking Discord. He has a Discord group that had like 70,000 people in it, which is massive. If you don't know what Discord is, basically think of it like a a chat room except you can have uh, one server can have multiple different chat rooms with different topics in them. That's basically what it is. Um, and you can yeah, also have... Do you have to pay for it? No, you don't have to pay for it at all. No, you can just uh, join the chat rooms? Uh, it depends on what the Discord. Like, usually if you're a sub, you can join... Some content creators, Twitch streamers, whatever, will have a Discord as uh, an incentive to subscribe to them or, like, pay them money through Patreon or whatever. Okay. I don't believe that's what hassan's discord was i think anybody could join his discord okay um because they literally were saying that a fix would be to put it on sub only mode uh people who are subs to the twitch chat are the only ones who can be in the discord server but then he was saying that that wouldn't fix the problem so basically he did everything short of nuking of nuking his whole discord just deleting the whole fucking thing and why because there was people in like certain channels on it that were like being extremely toxic and like gatekeeping on like your ability to discuss issues when it comes to people of color and whatnot saying to people like oh you're not dark enough to discuss this topic even to people who are um, yeah, that's gross. people of color right uh mm-hmm. bullying the moderators that were on uh, his discord that are aren't doing this stuff uh for pay right the moderators are just doing it because they want to help the community so you know just being extremely horrible and like attacking hassan and just talking shit about him and how much they dislike him a lot <laughs> and then they were tra- on his own discord on his own discord <laughs> it was a big yeah. problem and you know there's uh there's, so there's a lot of drama and literally he went in and the whole time like the chat was like talking to them putting all their shit like their stories of what happened to them on the discord or how you know it's all this stuff and, and basically shit like <sighs> stupid stuff like this was a microaggression against me and you guys need to do better to uh have it more inclusive for like people of color against microaggressions like the microaggressions argument it pisses me off a lot because like okay so the problem is like microaggressions yeah, they can be aggravating if it's a real microaggression. But what's a microaggression? Oh, like talking over someone. every little subconscious thing that someone does that you might not agree with? Is that a microaggression? Oh, uh, well, or the, is it like the instance they were using was that somebody would like talk over a, a person of color and that was a fucking microaggression. <laughs> yeah, so like that's whack, right? Yeah, come the fuck Someone's on. just communicating. They might not be the greatest at communicating. You and me talk over each other all the time, and it's to the detriment of the podcast, honestly. But, uh, but yeah. like we do it, and it's it's hard to it's hard to not do that, despite uh, us being white. Despite us, like it's not a people of color thing; it's just a communication. Thing. I think it's an internet thing too. When we're sitting right in front of each other, we do it a lot less than when we're over, uh, when we're over Zoom. Yeah, that too. We have a little bit of a delay with Zoom. No, but. I don't think we have that much of a delay. But I don't know. I think it's just the fact the person isn't in the room physically has some effect the way that mm. we uh, speak and follow up on there. Mm. But um, yes, so that was ridiculous. Then somebody recounted like a, a story like they spent in the voice chat. You can go into voice chat on some of these fucking discord channels. And mm-hmm. they had like a six hour conversation a- about like racism in like the community or something like that six hours in the voice chat on one of these six channels hours. that these people were talking and Hassan was like bro go outside all these problems could be fixed if you people went outside and touched grass for once <laughs> in like th- like the last year you guys have to do that because that's ridiculous like you're not actually solving any issues by doing that right it's not it's just no, a waste 100%. of time and 
I just think it's ridiculous. So basically, it ended with Hassan uh, nuking all the, the voice chat uh, channels in all, the <clears throat> in all the different channels in the Discord, and then eventually locking, locking it all so that nobody can uh, post in it for the time being. I th that's where we ended. Okay. And so, you know, yeah, toxicity can develop in, like, internet communities. And it's not yeah, good. But it's okay, so, sorry. So, my, my, my take on this is I feel like the left as a whole, like, as a, just a generalized large community online, can be a bit talk, especially the extreme uh, levels of it. If you're just, like, a, you know, a left-wing guy, maybe a social democrat, like a Bernie supporter, you're probably fine with most things. Like, probably, like, fine with a little bit of veggie humor here and there. Like, uh, you and I are a little bit edgy, um, yep. depending on the certain things. Like, uh, fuck, our last podcast, uh, the title was, uh, Brandon has skeletons in its closet. Question mark. Question mark. <clears throat> I also want to point we're out- we're literally talking okay. about dead kids. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I want to point out, <clears throat> uh, any, what was it, blame for the titles, however horrendous they are? Uh, Derek is completely exempt from because he does not make the titles and I do not I do not <laughs> I do not uh, pass them by him usually when I make them I used to way back in the day but now I don't because it's it's just faster it not matter. to uh, but if Derek wanted me to I would anyways the uh, I got comments from uh, the guys in my band and they were like yo that's a hardcore title right there bro. oh fuck are you for real <laughs> they were like yo that's hardcore <laughs> <laughs> they weren't like they weren't like yo that's fucked up they're just like yo that's like crazy i'm not pulling any punches <laughs> i'm fucking we're going in no i i mean like i'm totally fine with it personally but because we're ultimately we're criticizing genocide and i think that's the right position right your humor and your way of getting to the right position may differ but still the right position ultimately yeah so it's like whatever that's why i thought it was i don't know that was a good play on words yeah, it was fine. I, I have no issues with it. But I just said they, they commented on that. They're just like, yo, that's pretty fucking hardcore. That's pretty <laughs> brutal, bro. That's sick, man. <laughs> They're going to love that I mentioned that too. Bro. Anyways, uh -huh. shout out to the, to the boys. And shout to out to the boys. Shout out to everybody who listens to us from the United States. What are you guys doing? Who listens to us from the United States? Bro, go on to Transistor. Uh, go on to our analytics. Listen, I don't know any of our analytics. I haven't been there for months. You haven't? Oh, fuck. No. Oh, because you don't have to... Yeah, because you don't upload the shit. I, I don't upload it, right? Yeah. You do. Okay, okay. Well, you know, we could end the podcast here and then keep talking in the Zoom call about this shit afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's, let's just do the, like, the closer. Are, are we done talking about... Yeah, um, we're fucking done. Fuck it. We're almost out of time anyways. Okay. Alrighty, so, that. hope you guys enjoyed Drama Tuesdays. This is not going to be a reoccurring... This is not going to be a recurring segment, okay? We're just letting you guys know ahead of time. Uh, Maybe in the future, but right now, no. Not enough drama, We'll usually. go back to our regular programming. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Follow us on the, whatever platform you're listening to us on, and... Um, Download the podcast or whatever, and yeah, that was the Canadian perspective. Signing off.